0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Are you ready? Everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always Friday in life, Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Central time. Don't forget, set your your clock, calendar reminders, phone reminders, what have you. <laughs> Most people, I guess, put their, their reminders on their phones these days. I'm still old school. I still actually have a paper, a full paper book, calendar, what have you. Actually, I I, I got a little confession here. Confessions of Shell, I have probably 10 calendars. I'll, uh, when New Year's <laughs> occurred, uh, right before New Year's, I went to the dollar store and got like ten different calendars. And not kidding, each of them has a purpose. One of them's like for my my food plan. The other one's like for exercise plan. Another one for uh, work schedule. Uh, oh my goodness, I could go on and on. Uh, aspiring comedian, so you know, trying to look in like open mic nights schedule things like that. I I am not kidding when I say I literally have like ten different calendars for ten different reasons. <laughs> I know I should just have one huge calendar to put it all together, but sometimes it's it's actually easier for me to sort out. But we're not going to talk about calendars all night. No worries. What, what I'd love to do tonight is talk to y'all about, talk with y'all, speak with y'all, converse with you about trending topics, including sports, news, uh, current events, entertainment, and more. Uh, sadly, of course, as you've probably heard in the news recently, Lots going on. Sadly, there have been three recent uh, deaths, including First Lady, as well as DJ Avicii, also known as Tim Berling, and last but not least, Troy Werner, who played Mini-Me in Austin Powers' movie series. Great losses indeed. So if you'd like to call in, share any of your uh, favorite memories of any of these amazing, talented, beautiful people, and uh, share you know, in their legacy, tribute of be more than happy to give you that opportunity as well as speak about any other, uh, training topics. A big story caught my attention. I can't stop watching the updates consistently to figure out if they, you know, find this gunman and all. Unfortunately, is a four people were killed at a waffle house in Tennessee. And, uh, there's a man named James Shaw Jr. He's so humbled. He's like, I'm not a hero. I was just doing self-preservation, just trying to save myself. I didn't want to die. Uh, I don't want to be credited as a hero. He basically keeps saying, just kind of paraphrasing him after watching the interview today. Um, but, I mean, even if it's indirectly, you know, a lot of people in, like him, you know, it's that fight or flight response. And thankfully, he had the fight response to flight and didn't freeze up and took action and was able to get this gun away from the gunman and... As a result, the gunman did leave and, and fortunate, you know, fortunately did not kill any more people, but unfortunately did kill four people in in the process of the gunfire and all. It's terrific. And um, I just can't believe he's on the run. I'm like, oh, my gosh, please, please find this guy. Arrest him immediately before he harms anyone else. So we'll definitely be talking about that. That's a huge story right now in the news as well. And I always like to open up um the floor for y'all. The floor. <laughs> like, like I mean <laughs> In a little room with a stage, so to speak, I guess virtually for you <laughs> floor on phone. Um, if you want to call in to the switchboard, I love to open up the the floor of the switchboard, so to speak. I guess switchboard is the floor metaphor there. Um, if you'd like to participate in open mic night as well. you're welcome to do either or you know speak about news events and or uh, participate in open mic night. I love open mic. It's so much fun to hear all of y'all, your, your skills, your talents. I've heard amazing poems and rap and more, but I still to this day have not had one person call in and play an instrument. I can't believe it. So that has been a challenge. Uh, but I do, you know, have people call in and, and share jokes. Uh, if you're you know, like me an aspiring comedian or a comedian, you want to share a comedy bit, tell a joke, um, or for even if, you know, you're, you want your kid to call in or you call in and share a silly, cheesy one-liner joke, you know. Just keep it family friendly is all I ask. Got to put that out there for a moment. Uh, but, yeah, so open mic, uh, comedy, music, poetry, spoken word, all that good stuff. And or uh, trending topics, current events, news, sports, uh, entertainment. I know there's just a little bit of sports stuff going on, too, so we'll talk a bit about that. And were you calling from around the world, I know it's mostly U.S., but I do have people sometimes call for, you know, definitely listening from other parts of the world. It's always interesting to me to learn about your culture, and, and sports would be really interesting. I know, you know, I work with people from U.S. and Canada, and they have uh, big-time playoffs going on in Canada and, you know, all that good stuff. Well, I'm not sure if it's ended yet. i me to look into that. But uh, so, yeah, uh, let me see. I guess it would help to give you the switchboard phone number. <laughs> phone number here is area code 323 Six four two one five five six. 642-1556. Again, area code 323, 642-1556. I'm going to be up front with you all. I have been under the weather. had a procedure about a week ago. I'm fine. It's a six-week recovery. It sounds horrific. I know that I'm fine, but I'm not feeling well. I'm going to try to make it through these two hours. I'm hoping to hear from school my- Screaming Eagle Soldier friends serving overseas, and um, they give me so much motivation to keep on keeping on. Thank y'all so much, Screaming Eagle Soldiers. I love y'all so much. And Emmy, if you're listening, please get in touch with me and Master Sergeant Burby as well. I have been praying and thinking of y'all, of everything going on lately. And all of you Screaming Eagle Soldiers, please, please let me know how you're doing. Hang in there. Please know I I love y'all so much. Talk about you all the time and keep you in my heart and my prayers and I truly look forward to the day that y'all do come back home and we celebrate and have a homecoming party. Oh, my goodness, I dream of that day. You have no idea. And in the meantime, I appreciate y'all giving me the opportunity to host this show and bring a little touch of home to each of you. So thank you. It's an honor. I can never say thank you to each of you for all you all do and your loved ones too, all the sacrifices you make. So I'm gonna say thank you times infinity and beyond. I know it sounds cliche like Toy Story, but it's true. I'm not Buzz Lightyear, but it's just a way of saying thank you to to the infinite power, basically, because I can never say thank you enough. I'm gonna go ahead and play another song. Look on. Uh, Twitter feelers saying about some of these uh, training topics and more and get back, but I'll keep watching that switchboard. So the number again, if you want to call in and share your thoughts on any training topics and or and or participate in open mic night, uh, the area code again, three, two, three, six, four, two, one, five, five, six. And just make sure to press one to talk live on air. You can listen by phone as well. but if you press one, which I hope you will, you may get on air. (laughs) Don't hang up. I love to talk to you. Oh, and Twitter. I know a lot of you are shy and like to just tweet me during the show. That's fine, too. Uh, you can do that at Coffee Talk, wc on Twitter. But, again, I hope you'll call in because I'd love to hear your beautiful voices and converse with you. Uh, area code, again, 323-642-1556 and press 1 to talk live on air. And in the meantime, uh, that song earlier, by the way, you heard was called Let's Go by Bean. Check out her music at beanmusic.com. And... In the meantime, let me find another song for y'all. Give me just a moment here. Michael Fronty's birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday to Mr. Fronty He is the lead singer of my favorite band ever called Michael Fronty and Spearhead. So I definitely want to play a song by his band. Uh, so... Uh, you can check out his music and tour dates at michaelfranti.com. You can follow him on social media. Most, uh, I think most of his usernames on all all platforms like Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff is Michael michaelfranti, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-F-R-A-N-T-I. Tell him, Shell from Dallas said hello. He'll probably, hopefully know who you're talking about. If not, I'll remind him because <laughs> he does have a lot of fans and does know a lot of people. Just say Shell the reunited adoptee like you. He'll know. Shell from Dallas says hi and refer me over to your social media. Uh, in the meantime, here's one of my favorite songs. Actually, probably every song of his is a favorite of mine, I've got to be honest, because I just love him so much. But uh, this is one of my favorites because the first night I ever met him, I introduced his band on stage, became friends with him, kept in touch, you know, through the years since 2010. So it was September 30th, 2010. See, I remember the date because it was so special. Uh, House of Blues, Dallas, Texas. And after the concert, getting hang out with the band it's driving away, I saw him sitting... On the ground with it, playing his guitar and singing along to the song, filming part of the music video that he filmed on tour that year. And I just love the songs. Beautiful message. So uplifting. So if you're ever going through a difficult time, listen to Michael Franti music. It will help you. But trust me on that. It will lift up your spirits. On that note, here is yeah, play on words. Note, get it on that note because I'm about to play a song. <laughs> hey, 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 by Michael Franti at Spearhead. Enjoy. Be back soon.
2: All I do is pray For some guidance and protection On the streets today And an answer to the questions I ask every day So tell me why do the birds that used to fly here Tell me why do they come to die here And all the kids That used to run here Tell me why Did they load their guns here I remember In the days
0: Gutter where flower grows, reminding me that everything is possible. Yeah, reminding me that nothing is impossible. You gotta live for the one that you love, you know. You gotta love for the life that you live. Nobody ever tell you that it couldn't be done. Don't let nobody ever tell you that we couldn't be one. Don't let nobody ever tell you that it shouldn't be sung. Don't let nobody ever tell you that you're the only one. Singing, hey, 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 hey no matter.
1: Once again, that was Hey, Hey, Hey by Michael Franti and Spearhead. Again, we're talking about trending topics, including news, sports, and entertainment stories, as well as um, opening the, the switchboard if you want to participate in the open mic night, um, poetry, spoken word, comedy, music, what have you. So, the, again, the switchboard phone number here to call is area code 323. 642-1556 And press 1 to talk live on air Or message me during this show At uh, Coffee Talk WC on Twitter And I'll be glad, glad excuse me, To read your tweets live on air as well uh, Again three two three six four two one five five six. So I haven't gone into detail yet About the, the Waffle House shooting story In Tennessee I'll, I'll, kinda, I'll just kind of mention briefly And I'll go into it further here in a moment but uh, something just shocking revelation I just learned that I didn't know about till now. am still reading updates on it. Uh, this is on CNN.com. i going to kind of paraphrase this article here. A couple of uh, revelations that I didn't realize till now that, you know, they've been researching, trying to fund the government and discovered some background, some history on them. It's really frightening. It says in July 2017, Travis Ranking told a uniform Secret Service officer that he must get into the White House to speak with the president, according to an arrest report. Uh, basically says here, officer explained he must get a tour to do that and told told him to move away from the pedestrian entrance, but the report states Ranking told the officer again he had to speak with the president and that he was a sovereign, quote-unquote, sovereign citizen who had a right to inspect the grounds. After telling Ranking to move again, the report states that he took his tie off, bailed, balled it into his fist, Began approaching the officer and walked past the security bears. Do what you need to do. Arrest me if you have to, he said, according to the report. Wow. Uh, it says he was detained but refused to leave the secured area, so he was arrested and charged with unlawful entry. Uh, according to the court records, he entered into a deferred prosecution agreement with community service on July 26, 2017, and then by November seventeenth, the court determined he had successfully completed that program and the case was dismissed. Wow. That's the first revelation. The second one also that's just so frightening I see here is, let's see here, give me just a moment. Uh, here's the part two, this revelation. All right. So then shortly after his release, right, it says that he was interviewed by the FBI in Illinois. So apparently he lived in Illinois at the time. Back then, uh, Tazewell County, Illinois, authorities revoked his firearm authorization and seized four weapons after the interview, right? Well, it says, according to a report from the Tazewell County Sheriff's Office, those authorities seized a Kimber 9mm gun, a Bushmaster AR-15 style rifle, a CZ USA .22 caliber rifle, I don't know, Remington 710, and random ammunition. I don't really get in all that. Uh, but, so obviously a lot of different ammunition, types of ammunition. Okay, so the AR-15 style rifle listed was the same weapon used in Sunday's Waffle House shooting, which killed four people. I mentioned that earlier, according to the Metropolitan Nashville Police. So here's the other frightening part. Not only did all that happen, but then the police later returned, returned, the seized weapons to his father and told the father to keep the weapons secure and away from his son. However, Nashville police learned Sunday that his father acknowledged giving the guns back to his son. Wow. It says that uh, Rinky moved to 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 nashville in 2017 he the gunman that is worked in construction police said he had been fired from one job in april and began another construction job on monday but not uh did not show up for work on tuesday on sunday police said a gunman arrived oh so here's the story the background okay so it says here that on sunday a police said a gunman arrived at a waffle house in a vehicle registered to ranking and after sitting in the truck for a few minutes the gunman came out wielding an assault-type rifle and fairly shot two people outside the Waffle House, police said. Nashville Police spokesman Don Aaron said uh, that the gunman went inside this restaurant and continued firing. Some witnesses suffered cuts on their faces from shattered windows, and unfortunately two more victims inside that restaurant were fairly shot. The shooting ended when a patron was able to wrestle the weapon away from the gunman, who then ran away, which I definitely want to Share a little more about that that man, James Joss, Jr., and how he was able to do that. And, uh, you know, uh, see if I can find a quote from him from his interview I was watching earlier. It's really interesting. Uh, but a uh, side note, it says the authorities said Sunday, today, that they were drafting murder warrants against ranking. Nashville police are asking residents to lock their doors and stay alert as they continue to search for him. They can't even find him. That's so frightening that they would give these weapons to the father who then unless the father gives back these weapons to the son and then look what happens as a result now. A horrible cause effect. I'm I'm I've gotta be honest, I'm shocked they would even return those weapons to the father. Why did they not the police that seized the weapons not keep them? I, I just don't understand. And also the other confusion, the motive for the shooting remains unclear. Wow. It's crazy. So I'm going to play a song, when I return, I want to share more about the gentleman. I know he doesn't want to be called a hero, which indirectly he is, because he was doing, like he said, self-preservation, saving himself, you know, didn't want to die. Who would? And, um, you know, fought back, and, and as a indirect cause-effect, was probably did prevent other deaths, other killings, and the gunman did leave as a result. Thank goodness. I just hope the police find this gunman very soon, and, and, um, and keep you know, no one else gets harmed. So frightening. Uh, again, if you want to call in, share your own thoughts about this particular story or any other trending topics uh, or participate open mic night, the phone number again is area code three, two, three, two, one, five, five, six, and then press one to talk live on air or message me during the show on Twitter at coffee, talk WC. In the meantime, I think this is a great song to play when I hear awful news stories like this. It just, I just need this, this message that I always say, If I ever had to give one message to the world, I would say this one right here, then this song called Hey World Don't Give Up by Michael Fartia Spearhead
0: Tell me why grass was greener years ago. I swear it used to grow here. But no more, yeah. Tell me why on this hill, all the birds they used to come to fly here, come to die here. And tell me why I need to know. Sometimes I wish I didn't have to know. I wish me? Hey. Just go on for another day or two Don't give up on me, I won't give up on you Just believe in me like I believe in you kids who used to come to run here, yeah. load the guns here, yeah. and tell me why it's okay to kill in the name of the gods we pray, tell me who said it's okay to die in the name of the lie, Hey, world, what you say? Should've stick around for another day. Hey, world, what you say? Should've stick around for another day. Hey, world, what you say? Should've stick around for another day or two. Don't give up on me. I won't give up And I try, 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 try. I try. come me the
1: Once again, that was Hey World by Michael Franti and Spearhead. As a reminder, if you want to call in and share your own thoughts on any of these trending topics from news to sports to entertainment, stories, as well as um, and or participate in open mic night, including poetry, spoken word, comedy, music, what have you. Again, you can call into the switchboard here at area code 323-642-1556 and press one to talk live on air or message me on Twitter at coffee talk WC. So I want to uh, I want to share further regarding the Tennessee Waffle House shooting. I wanted to share the aspect of the, the gentleman named James Jaws Jr., which you know I noticed he is 29 years old, and so is the gunman, both the same age. Wow. This is also from CNN. This article is from Holly Yan on CNN.com about james josh jr james josh jr excuse me um the headline says hero customer rushes waffle house killer and rips away his assault style rifles pretty much to the point there uh but i want to sh- share a few of the quotes and more specifics of what happened here we go it says here that as soon as gunshots tore through waffle house james josh jr bolted and hid in a restroom but he kept an eye and an ear out for the gunman. And the moment the shooter paused, Shaw decided to ambush him. That her- hero- heroic, oh my goodness, I can't talk. That <laughs> act uh, by a customer saved countless lives at a Nashville area Waffle House where a semi-nude gunman killed four people early Sunday morning. Shaw saw the gunman looking at his rifle. At that point, the shots had stopped. Metro Nashville Police spokesman Don said, so he decided to rush the gunman, actually wrestled that assault rifle away, tossed it over the counter. At that point, the gunman then fled. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, Shaw was grazed by a bullet on his elbow while grappling with the gunman. There's a picture of him showing his injuries, I think from the ER room, it looks like. Um, he also burned his right hand, grabbing the barrel of the weapon, which police called an assault type rifle. He's got a, The picture has got his hand wrapped up uh, from the burns, and then you can also see his grazed elbow. And I'm wondering, I noticed he's got a necklace and a bracelet on. I wonder if the bracelet, they're beads, like, like two rows of beads. I almost wonder if they're like rosary beads, you know, like prayer beads or not. He says he's like, you know, religious, but not very religious. Like, he's not exactly sure if he believes in God or Jesus or Buddha or what have you, but he definitely believes in some kind of higher power. I noticed he mentioned that earlier in an interview, and then I see the, um, the bracelet and kind of wondered, you know, a little insight there. I wonder if that's like just a regular bracelet, maybe, or, or you know, prayer beads. Never know. All I know is I'm, I'm glad for his actions. Wow, amazing. Shaw is the hero here, and no doubt he saved many lives by wrestling the gun away and then tossing it over the counter and prompting the gunman to leave, the police spokesman said. Witness Chuck Cordero saw everything unfold from outside the Waffle House famously wide windows. As he ran away, I looked back, and there was a gentleman wrestling with the gunman, Cordero told CNN affiliate WSMV. He was a hero. He had that guy, had a chance to reload his weapon. There was plenty more people in that restaurant. Oh, what a eerie thought. But Shaw29 insists he wasn't heroic. He says he was actually being selfish. I did that completely out of a selfish act, he told reporters on Sunday. I was completely doing it just to save myself. I don't want people to think I was a Terminator, Superman, or anybody like that, he added. I figured if I was going to die, he was going to have to work for it. Shaw said he felt uneasy knowing that the gunman was still on the loose and hoped law enforcement would track him down soon. Still, that didn't stop Shaw from going to church with his father Sunday morning mere hours after he confronted the gunman. I don't think it really has hit me, he told CNN's Frederick Whitfield, but I know it's going to take time. I'm going to talk to some professional help because I know what I saw is probably not normal or average. In his interview with WSMV, he broke down thinking about the people he couldn't save and apologized to their families. "Oh, There's four families that are grieving right now. So much life was lost for no reason. I feel like it could be very selfish of me if I didn't point it out and I apologize, he said. He said he wants to t- stay in touch with those families as well as the survivors. I would love to talk to you and know that you're okay, he said. On a personal note, he's grateful he survived to see his four-year-old daughter again. Mm. He wants her to grow up in a world with less tragedy. I hope we can bring violence in all facets, not just gun violence, but all facets of violence to an end, he said. Oh, I get chills just reading that. Man, what an amazing man. Mm. Wow. So, again, if you want to share your thoughts on this uh, Tennessee Waffle House shooting story and or um, the the recent deaths of First Lady Barbara Bush, DJ Avicii, as well as Troy Berner, who played Mini-Me on Austin Powers' movie series, the phone number, switchboard number, again, here is 323, uh, yeah, area code three two three six four two one five five six, 642 1556 and press 1 to talk live on air. Or message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. I'll be glad to to read your tweets live on air. In the meantime, let me find a song for y'all. And I'll be right back me read some comments from social media about these topics as well. And may try to call my dear friend Jabari, sports fanatic. Maybe he'll give us some updates on some sports stories. Uh, In the meantime, let me find... Gosh, it's really difficult to find an appropriate song to play for y'all after reading all that, you know? It's really difficult, to be quite honest with you. So sad. Mm. I'm glad it wasn't worse, but I, I feel like him. I'm so sad anyone had to be killed and died like that. It's just awful, y'all. Whew. All right. we need We need an upbeat song. Getting too sad So here is Reason to Live By Misty Mayhem Beautiful upbeat song Enjoy Well I ain't no millionaire Living up high Looking down on the world Save away so I can make Up in Hollywood, memorizing lines, making money off my makeup
0: vanity on time.
1: Once again, that was Reason to Live by Misty Mayhem. Check out mistymayhem.com for her music and more. Or find Misty Mayhem on Facebook as well. Uh, I love that that song. She's Oh, my goodness. I just love her music, too. It's so fun. Very, very um, soul-like music. You'll see what I'm talking about when you watch any of her music videos, hear any of her songs. Amazing, beautiful young lady. Love her. She was my first guest ever. So I think she was my first, and Derek Steele, a book author, was my second guest. Wow, so many years ago, what, almost a decade ago, been hosting this show since February of 2009. <laughs> Had a little hiatus um, off and on for about two, three years, from like 2014 to last year after um, losing my birth dad. I'd already lost both my adoptive parents in 2008, which ironically is how, I, how and why I was inspired to start the talk show February 2009 because I wanted to have something to look forward to each and every week that I felt I was in control of and it, it could motivate myself and it I had no idea it would open so many doors and and create so many amazing long-lasting relationships and friendships as well. and learning so much. I love doing interviews and covering different topics. So much fun which reminds me uh, and uh, thank you Ross Matthews. Can't ever thank him enough for helping us for me to begin the talk show. Oh but I was going to uh, finish that that side thought there the irony is that losing both of my adoptive parents to their deaths in 2008 inspired and motivated me to start the talk show in 2009 but then when my biological father passed away in 2014 it was just I guess everything just caught up to me because I've gone through actually many more losses in between and it was just a long story long <laughs> so short here sorry um, too long-winded sorry uh, i wrap it up on this thought it, it just I guess it just got too much, you know, just so much, you know, my biological mom had going through cancer and my biological father just died from cancer. And the same day he died, she told me he had cancer or she had cancer again. And, and I'd already lost both my parents. And these are my biological parents that I dearly love as well. You know, we're, you know, I adopted for since like 1998. And, and um, so, you know, I've, I've known them a very long time. And so um it was just, it was just too much. And so I just kind of like put everything on hold, like just, barely got through the day for at first and it's kind of difficult for me to 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 even open up and be honest about this but i realized later on you know hey i'm human too because you know i was i was doing this talk show i was volunteer teaching grief recovery classes i was doing all this stuff you know and then just going and going and and trying to be there for others too and and take care of myself at the same time and and um, be strong be strong and um you know after everything and then And then when my birth dad passed away in 2014 and all that happened, it was just, it just finally caught to me. I was like, I need a break and I just put everything on hold, you know, and it's difficult for me to admit because, you know, I was like, I was the one teaching grief recovery. I was the one trying to help others cope with losses. And then I felt like I couldn't even cope with my own loss. And anyway, so it it took me a little while to ease back into things, but for the most part, I've gotten back on track. Thank you, Lord. And uh, I guess sometimes it really is true about that saying, you know, time's a healer. But, uh, yeah, we all we all cope with, you know, death and grief differently, and each death's different, too. But anyway, but that's the irony behind that is that my parents' deaths, actually, ironically, uh, not that their deaths were funny in any anyway, it's just I'm laughing at the irony that their deaths helped motivate me to start this talk show, and yet my birth dad's death <laughs> ended up, um, you know, causing me to, just kind of freeze up and put everything, in, including my talk show on hiatus for a little bit. I only I think I only did like a few interviews within two or three years of that time from like 2014 to 2017. But anyway, and I appreciate my stepmom Flo. I love her so much. She was like, so you know, your birthday would want you to keep doing your show and stuff. And I tried and I tried, but I couldn't get through like a show without crying and stuff. I really need to get back on track. So back to the topic tonight. Okay. Um, Oh, so, a, a couple things I mentioned, you know, about love interviewing different people, covering different topics. So, if you yourself or someone you know are interested in different topics to be covered on this show or if you or yourself want to nominate yourself or someone else to be a uh, guest interviewed on the show, feel free to send me those topic suggestions and guest interview requests to me. The best way to do that is reach me, reach out to me on Twitter first at coffee talk wc and let me know, hey, uh, I've, I've got these topic suggestions or want to send you guest interview request info, and then we'll go from there. Uh, but I do take everything into consideration, no guarantees, but I definitely do consider and read everything. So I appreciate all, all that, uh, that you share. So again, send your topic suggestions and or uh guest interview request again to me. Best way again is to reach me Twitter at coffee talk WC. In the meantime, uh, I'm going to play one more song. When I come back, I'm going to go and, um, a little more detail and tribute to the the three recent deaths. That very sad news. Uh, Bar- First, Lady Barbara Bush passed away, as well as DJ Avicii. And I feel weird saying DJ because I know a lot of his fans are like, "Don't call him DJ" because he was like totally music, electronic music pioneer. Which I watched a docu- little mini documentary video about him yesterday, and he really was really cool. All he did uh, in the music world. So like ADM slash DJ Avicii. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, very talented. So young, so young. What was he? 28, 29. I think 28. And um, goodness, so sad. And also, we'll talk about Troy Verner, who played Minnie me who passed away. And the saddest thing I could I could say offhand that I noticed the relationship was uh, similarities with with Troy Werner and uh, Avicii was alcoholism. I don't know for sure that was a cause effect from what I read, and I'll, I'll look into this a bit further after the next song, but I think the, the Troy Werner may have committed suicide, but I'm not sure that's confirmed. I um, know alcoholism was an issue in his life, and also I, I learned that uh, Avicii, DJ EDM Avicii, had, I didn't know this till after his passing, was, you know, like, like most of us was kind of human nature wondering, why did he die, right? And it hasn't confirmed, but it said that the cause and effect could have been from excessive drinking, binge drinking, because it said he had um, acute pancreatitis to where the point that it gotten so bad that he had to have his gallbladder and appendix removed. I think about a year or so ago, he, you know, took time off from touring and everything after that. I was like, oh, my goodness, I had no idea. Oh, yeah, take care of ourselves, right? (laughs) Just everyone, you know, we're all human. We all got our weaknesses. Got to just look out for each other, be there for each other, and try to take care of ourselves as well, whatever issues going on, whether it's like my weakness with just drinking too much soda, which itself is bad, I know, Um, or something like that, alcohol, you know. All right, so in the meantime, let me play the next song, and I'll keep watching that switchboard for your call, so if you want to call and share your thoughts on these beautiful people and share tribute in their legacies of First Lady Barbara Bush and or Avicii, DJ EDM Avicii, or Troy Verner, played many me on the Austin Powers movies. Again, the phone number here, switchboard number, call in too. is code 323-642-1556 and press 1 to talk live on air or message me on, on Twitter at CoffeeTalkWC. In the meantime, here is another Bean song game check out her music at Beanmusic.com. And here is, hmm, stay a while because we still got over an hour to go. (laughs) So here's stay a while by Bean because I hope you'll stay a while. Thanks.
0: that would be the
1: Once again, that was Stay a While by Bean. Again, you can check out her music at beanmusic.com. And again, if you want to call in and share your thoughts on any trending topics, including news, sports, and entertainment stories, or participate in open mic night, including poetry, spoken word, comedy, and music, again, the switchboard phone number here is area code 323-642-1556 and press 1 to talk live on air. Or message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. All right. So, all right, here we go. Uh, so uh, before the song, I was going to talk a little bit more about the three recent deaths. So let's, start with, let's start with Avicii. I mentioned a little bit about him earlier about the pancreatitis and how he had his gallbladder and um, appendix removed due to, you know, the pancreas that they said could have been caused due to excessive uh, drinking, alcoholism. So sad. He was just amazing, though. What a, oh, just so sad. So talented. All right. So let me find this update here. I want to share a little more about him with you. All right. Oh, wow. He he passed away while out of town. And it says here on CNN that um, his family arrived in Omen as new details emerge on his death. Oh, my goodness. This is ba- by Faith Creamy. So, sorry, I don't know if you can hear the pop-up ad. Hopefully not. I'll <laughs> uh, try to mute as quickly as I could. Okay, um, it says here that authorities are ruling out criminal suspicion in the death of superstar DJ Avicii, who died last week while vacationing in Omen. His real name was Tim Burgling. He was found dead Friday in the Ullman capital of Muscat. The cause of death has not been released. Two post-mortems were carried out. We can confirm that there's no criminal suspicion in the death, Royal Ullman police told CNN. Avicii's parents, two sisters and one brother, are in the nation to repatriate his body this week, according to police in Ullman, a popular vacation destination on the Arabian Peninsula. His family is "quote unquote" completely devastated, police said. Oh, I can't only I can't really imagine. Uh, fans gathered in Stockholm. Fans gathered in Stockholm on Saturday to pay tribute to the 28-year-old Swedish superstar. 28, so young. Vici thrilled clubgoers with his catchy hits, flashing lights, and soulful collaborations. He was one of the world's most successful DJs and a big name in the electronic dance music, also known as EDM, uh, genre, genre, known as EDM. Uh, He worked with artists such as Madonna, Chris Martin, had a crossover pop hit in 2013 called Wake Me Up I always thought, side note here, um, I always thought Wake Me Up was like his first big hit But it turned out there was another song before that called Levels that was his first big hit You know, because his music didn't reach the U.S. until later on Um, But yeah, so Levels and then his second big hit song, Wake Me Up, that, you know, I'm in the U.S. So I learned of him when that song came about Uh, But despite a life of jam-packed arenas and screaming fans, he constantly struggled with fame and health issues, it says here. He retired from performing two years ago to take a break from touring and the exhausting lifestyle that comes with it. In messages posted on social media, he said stress, anxiety, and illness were factors in his decision. Walking away was tough, he said, but he also needed to pursue other interests. Creating music is what makes me happy, and I have gotten to know so many great people in my my days of touring seen so many amazing places and created endless of good memories, he posts on social media at the time. The decision I I made might seem odd to some, but everyone is different, and for me, this was the right one. Wow. Parting and anxiety. It's um, the next section here, Tyler. It says Avicii says more than 800 shows had taken a toll on him, adding to his anxiety and drawn him to a life of parting. He also had several health scares, including acute pancreatitis, which he blamed on excessive drinking. Yeah, I was drinking way too much, partying in general way too much. Then I got a pancreatitis attack at age 21. Oh, that's young, which is very rare. So that forced me to do a 180 and stop drinking. Well, that's good. Hmm. He reassured fans that he'll continue making music in the studio uh, in August 2017, a year after his last tour date, he announced that he was releasing a new album. Heartfelt tributes have poured in from fellow musicians and fans alike. Superstar DJ Calvin Harris described him as a quote-unquote beautiful soul, passionate, and extremely talented. Singer Wycliffe Jean said he was like his little brother and will be missed. In my darkest hour, I went to Sweden, and he was there for me, and we found light and great conversation and and in music. John tweeted, this pain I cannot describe. Mm. There was something really... uh, really gave me chills. Let me find it here for y'all. There's this particular song and music video where he kind of like says the lyrics aloud and then you hear hear these same words and the lyrics in the song on kind of repeat, kind of the part of the chorus. Let me see if I can find it for a moment here. I wanted to share with y'all. Here we go. Um, this is from his song called The Night by Avicii and there's an opening statement in the music video right before the song he, he speaks about when he dies. And this is what he said, and you hear it in the lyrics, too. It says, quote, unquote, one day you'll leave this world behind, so live a life you will remember. Tim Berkling, also known as D.J. Avicii. And in the song, you'll hear him speak further about that quote that he said, um, that his father had said that to him, his father's advice to him. So, again, one day you'll leave this world behind, so live a life you will remember. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful quote and amazing legacy he left. Amazing music. Check it out. You've never heard his music. Oh my gosh. That definitely will live on forever with his legacy. Uh, but yeah, Vici, um, Wake Me Up. Most people know that. It's his big hit, but Levels was actually his first big hit, and then Wake Me Up, the second huge hit. Um, and then that song I just mentioned lyrics from, again, is called The Nights. Oh my goodness. Rest in peace, Avici. You will definitely be missed. We'll play another song. wish I had a VG song to play with for you now, <laughs> but I don't, unfortunately. Play a different song, different artists, and uh, when I come back, we'll talk some more and uh, about um, news stories, trending topics, news, sports, entertainment. Um, we'll talk more, go in detail about uh, Barbara Bush, firstly, Barbara Bush that passed away, as well as Troy Verner that played Benny Me. In the meantime, enjoy this next song. Let me find it here for y'all. Give me just a moment. Here is Heart Goodbye by Brandon Hilton, and it's a written by Jonathan Hobner, and it's from the uh, movie theme song. Theme song, excuse me, to the movie Midnight Heavrey by my friend Donna Clark, film director. Check out Midnight Cabaret on Facebook. Once again, that was Heart Goodbye by Brandon Hilton, written by Jonathan Hobner, <laughs> And it's a, a theme song, once again, from the movie Midnight Cabaret by my friend Donna Clark, film director. Uh, Jonathan and Brandon are also my friends. So, again, uh, you can find Midnight Cabaret on Facebook. All right. In the meantime, let me remind you all again, if you want to call in and share your thoughts on any trending topics, including news, sports, entertainment stories, or participate in open mic night, including spoken word, poetry, comedy, music, what have you. Uh, Phone number again, switchboard number, call into is area code 323-642-1556 and press 1 to talk live on air or message me on Twitter at CopyTalkWC and I'll read your tweets live on air. So let's talk next about Troy Verner and then uh, Barbara Bush. I'm saving her uh, story for last here on on these three uh, recent deaths. All right. So, Troy Werner, we just got through speaking about Avicii, also known as Tim Burgling. All right. Here we go. Give me just a moment here. All right. is on people.com by Karen Mitsuguchi. I'm going to kind of paraphrase her article here and I keep trying to watch, watch, toggle the screens back and forth between my switchboard and and all uh and chat room and uh, i do have the talk show chat room open in case you want to come in and hang out there and scream eagles if you are listening please come by and let me know how y'all are doing i worry about y'all so much um but yeah so i have the talk show chat room open <laughs> switchboard open And i'm not able to have everything on the same screen so i toggle back and forth so bear with me if you call in hang tight i'll get to your call as soon as i can or if you're in the chat room don't leave hang tight i'll 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 get to you there as well as soon as I can. Okay, so I'm over on people.com right now, and uh, Karen Mitsugichi, again, is the author of this article. She wrote it uh, yesterday. It says, Vern Troyer, best known for playing Mini-Me. I'm already thrown off by the name. Why did I, I think I misspelled his name. I just feel awful about that now. Give me just a moment here. My, myself, because I'm Last thing I want to do is misspell his name. Goodness me, what did I put? I think I misspelled his last name. Oh my goodness me. I I sure did. Give me just a moment to correct that. Oh my goodness me. Okay. troy verner i think i put it without the r for some reason for i'm um, excuse me Vern. see there it is. i did i did again Vern. i knew his first name is Vern. he was on some reality show years ago It's actually why i already known he had a problem with alcohol and i'm trying to remember what reality show he's on he lived with people that i don't think it was big brother but it was it was something like that like celebrities living in you know kind of like celebrity big brother but it was a different show but so that was the concept several celebrities living in a House together. I cannot remember for the life of me that name of that show he was on. I'll have to see if I can find it here. But in the meantime, let me just quickly I was so embarrassed to even admit that I misspelled his name, so I'm gonna correct it right now. There we go. Okay. Okay. All right, all right, Talking screens from all Okay, sorry, I got off track. Okay, here we go. Vern Troyer, best known for playing Mini-Me in the Austin Powers franchise, has died. He was 49. Mm. It was with great sadness and incredibly heavy hearts to write that Vern passed away today. Vern was an extremely caring individual. He wanted to make everyone smile, be happy, and laugh. Anybody in need, he would help to any extent possible, His family confirmed. In a statement shared on Instagram and Facebook Saturday, no cause of death was revealed. A rep for Troyer did not immediately respond to people's requests for comment. Byrne hoped he made a positive change with the platform he had and worked towards spreading that message every day. He inspired people around the world with his drive, determination and attitude on film and TV sets, commercial shoots at comic cons and personal appearances to his own YouTube videos. He was there to show everyone what he was capable of, capable of doing what he was doing. The statement continued adding, even though his stature was small and his parents often wondered if he'd be able to reach up and open doors on his own in his life. He went on to open more doors for himself and others than anyone could have imagined. He also touched more people's hearts than he will ever know. Wren was also a fighter when it came to his own battles. Over the years he struggled and won, struggled and won, struggled and fought some more, but unfortunately this time was too much. Mm. On April 2nd, Troyer, who was born with Achandria dwarfism, which caused him to stop growing at two, two, eight, 2 feet 8 inches, was rushed to the hospital for a reported poisoning. The L.A. Fire, De- the LA City Fire Department confirmed to people that they were called to the actor's North Hollywood home. Law enforcement sources told TNC Troyer was extremely upset, drunk, and suicidal. Oh, man. That was April 2nd. Wow. A little less than a month ago. Hmm. In Saturday's statement, Troyer's family wrote, During this recent time of adversity, he was baptized while surrounded by his family. The family appreciates that they have this time to grieve privately. Depression and suicide are very serious issues. You never know what kind of battle someone is going through inside. Be kind to one another. And always know it's never too late to reach out to someone for help. Wow. This time last year, he was hospitalized for alcohol addiction. The star addressed his ongoing struggles with alcohol at the time. I've been hearing from concerns, some concerned fans, so I'd like to address a very personal situation. He said in a statement to people last April, As you know, I've battled alcohol addiction in the past, and while it's not always been an easy fight, I'm willing to continue my fight day by day. Three years ago, he was briefly hospitalized after suffering a seizure during an autograph signing. Oh, wow. Came in 1999 with the role of Mini-Me and Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me which he portrayed a misbehaving version of Mike Myers' character, Dr. Evil. Troyer also reprised his role in the 2002 sequel, Austin Powers and Gold Member. Other acting credits include roles in Men in Black, Harry Potter, and the Sorcerer's Stone, and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. He also starred in VH1's Surreal Life in 2005. That's the show I was talking about earlier. I couldn't remember the name of it when he lived in the house with celebrities. In lieu of flowers, the family asked for donations to be made to two charities, Starkey, Starkey Hearing Foundation. Hmm. And Best Buddies and Troyer's name. Oh. I wonder what I have to, Hearing Foundation. Starkey, like S T A R K E Y. Starkey Hearing Foundation and Best Buddies. Oh. I wonder what Best Buddies is. I'm not sure what that one's about. I have to look that up. Wow. Oh man, that's sad. Oh. So again, if you want to call and share your thoughts on Troy excuse me, on Vern, Vern Troyer. He'll uh, also play Mini-Me or uh, DJ Vici or First Lady Barbara Bush, recent losses or any other trending topics including the Tennessee Waffle House shooting. Again, the phone number here, call into the switchboard at 323-642-1556 and press 1 to talk live on air or message me on Twitter at Coffee CoffeeTalkWC. In the meantime, I'm going to play another song and when I come back, we'll talk uh, about Uh, Barbara Bush and her legacy In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this next song Let me find it here for you Give me just a moment Here is The World is Our Mother By Robert Fallon featuring Brandon Hilton Because today is Earth Day Happy Earth Day, y'all
2: To get my mind off of this, why can't this world just replace hate with bliss? People always dying, I touch a death kiss. I just can't get my mind off of this. Shooting out bullets instead of shooting words, cutting up each other like umbilical cords, firefighting, fire burning up every city. The world's self destruct, so let's get witty.
1: again that was the world is our mother by robert Fallon featuring brandon hilton and again today is earth day so happy earth day y'all definitely try to do even if it's just a little bit you know i guess like um a lot of companies are paperless nowadays pretty cool you know most electronic emails as such or i even found some um like the dollar store like recycle paper because i you know i do write a lot of gotta be honest i do like paper and pen because i'm an aspiring comedian and write notes a lot so it's pretty cool to find a less expensive recycle type uh paper but yeah there's so much you can do Either you just see trash on the road pick it up or you know uh, save a tree you know don't use regular paper just, you know email i know one of my favorite artists michelle chamel i love how I don't know if she still has it, but she used to have this thing. I think it might still be on her website where it says something like she puts her PO box, but she also puts her like fan email address and says like you know you know something like or if you want to save a tree and then email. <laughs> so I hardly ever write her. I normally email her. I hardly ever send anything in the mail to her. I try to mostly uh, email because that always stuck with me. So I read that. I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. But uh, yeah. How do y'all celebrate Earth Day? What do you do to help make the earth a better place? All right. Uh, So let's talk a bit about First Lady Barbara Bush who recently passed away. She had an amazing, beautiful funeral, I noticed. One of the touching aspects of the story I saw was about her uh, security service, how, you know, she treated them like family, and so they wanted to, to do something nice in return. And so they alternated standing guard beside her coffin at the funeral services. And I thought it was just a beautiful tribute that, you know, they no matter what, you know, however long shifts or whatever, they weren't going to leave, uh, leave her coffin. That was, that was really bittersweet. But uh, she definitely left a really beautiful legacy. I heard so many wonderful, nice things about her. It's really cool. People say. Really nice things that she, you know, was classy and caring. A uh, grandmother figure. She heard so many great things people have said about her. Really neat. Oh, and there's this picture, too. It's interesting. Four presidents come together to pay tribute to Barbara Bush. There's four presidents and four first ladies. The, Of course, the Bushes. Uh, Bush Sr., of course. He lost his wife now, and so sad. And, and he himself, his health is, is uh, you know, is not in the best shape either He's in a wheelchair And he's got very very fragile health So I worry about him too um, And of course uh, his son President Bush And Laura Bush As well as the Clintons Hillary and Bill Clinton As well as the Obamas President Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama As well as First Lady Current First Lady Melania Wow what a picture Wow it's amazing Um hmm Wow. All right. So let's read a bit about Barbara Bush and her legacy. And again, if you want to call in and share your thoughts on on any anything we're talking about tonight, from Barbara Bush legacy to Vichy's to Vern Troyer's, you know, play me or um, the Tennessee Waffle House shooting or any other trending topics, news stories, entertainment uh, or sports. We can, I'll try to get sports here after the Barbara Bush part. Uh, on the show, and/or if you want to participate in open mic night, including poetry, comedy, um, poetry or spoken word, comedy, music, what have you. Again, the phone number to call in, or you just want to say hello. So people do that. Uh, call into the switchboard is three two three six four two one five five six and press one to talk live on air, or message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. All right, give me just a moment here. I was trying to find this particular article. I wanted to share all of the. Let's quote here, Barbara Bush Foundation for Family Literacy. I'm going to try to retweet this. It's really sweet. It says Barbara Bush believed that everyone in America, regardless of age, deserved the chance to learn how to read and write. You can honor and celebrate the legacy of her of literacy for all by visiting barbarabushlegacy.org. Oh, that's so nice. It also says here you left each of us so much and taught us. About the importance of family, about caring for everyone, about passion for doing what's right, and about living with purpose and grace. And for all that, we give you our thanks. Oh, that is so nice. Mm. Oh, I actually have, oh my gosh, I just saw this quote, and uh, oh man, this, oh wow, this hit home with me. I almost forgot. Oh my gosh, I hadn't thought of this quote in a while because I, I have it in a closet. I know I should get it back out, but it's it's like this. <laughs> it's, for some reason, like it, it's very sensitive. So if I touch it, it, like the music goes off. It's like a it's kind of like a picture frame with like a little music box effect. It's not a music box. It looks It looks like a like a picture frame with this beautiful quote by Barbara Bush. My, my parents, my parents that adopted raised me, gave it to me many years ago, and they're totally huge fans of the of the senior Bushes, and um. And, yeah, I don't know why it just, you know, the music would go off so easily, like it was so touch sensitive that I put it away in the closet, but I may find it and get it back out, at least take a picture or post it on social media, I don't know. But anyway, I see this quote and it totally reminded me of of her quote. It says here, you know, George and I have been the luckiest two people in the world. And right here's the quote that's on my little like picture music um, frame when all the and all the crowds are gone, the things that matter are faith, family, and friends. Barbara Bush. oh, it's gonna make me cry. <laughs> I hadn't seen that quote in so long. Oh my gosh, I love that. Isn't that beautiful? Mm, beautiful And there's this wonderful picture of of her and uh her husband from her ninetieth birthday celebration. Of them holding hands. It's so sweet, Wow. I love that quote. Gosh, I hadn't thought of that quote in so long. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Um, I got so uh, rabbit-holed into the literacy part of, of her legacy, which is a huge part. Don't get me wrong, but I know there's much more. So let me see if I can share a little more with y'all here. Give me just a moment. I want to retweet that quote for sure. Give me just a moment on that. okay all right Let me do a little bio on her all right this is on Wikipedia Barbara Bush all right 41st first lady from 1990 excuse me 1989 to 1993 she previously had served as second lady of the u.s from 1981 to 1989 among her six children are George Bush, of course, the 43rd president, and Jeb Bush, the 43rd governor of Florida. Uh, she was born in New York City. She met her husband at age 16. while well, so young. The two married in Ryan, New York, in 1945 while he was leaving during while he was on leave during his deployment as a naval officer in World War II. They moved to Midland, Texas, where he entered political life in 1950. Uh, as first lady, she worked to advance the cause of universal literacy, founding, of course, the Barbara Foundation for Family Literacy, we were speaking about earlier. <laughs> uh, her earlier life, I was trying to find this about, oh, here we go. Uh, earlier life, um, I was trying to find about um, her children. You know, I, I didn't realize she'd lost a child. She had lost one or two children. I think it's a young child, maybe an older ch- older age child. Let me find that here in a minute. Uh, the early life section, it says that she was born as Barbara Pierce in New York City on June 8, 1925. And she was raised in a suburban town, of course, right in New York, mentioned right in New York earlier. Her father later became president of McCall Corporation, which uh, was a publisher of the popular women's magazine Red Book and McCalls. Oh, wow. She grew up with two elder siblings, Martha and James, and a younger brother, Scott. Her ancestor, Thomas Pierce, Jr., an early New England colonist, was also an ancestor of Franklin Pierce, who was the 14th president of the U.S. Oh, connection there with presidency. Wow. She was a fourth cousin, four times removed to Franklin Pierce, and Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Oh, wow. Those are huge connections. Hmm. Fourth cousin, four times removed. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Pierce and her three siblings were raised in a house on a street in Rye. I don't know how to pronounce the street. On and there you go. <laughs> she attended Milton Public School from 1931-37, right, country day school until 1940, and later boarding school. Oh, she went to boarding school in South Carolina from 1940-43. And in her youth, she was athletic and enjoyed swimming, tennis, bike, grade. Her interest in reading began early in her life as she recalled gathering and reading with her family during the evenings. Oh, that's sweet. All right, here's the marriage and family part. of was wondering about her losing children. Okay. Let's find the answer here. All right. So when she was 16 on Christmas vacation, she met her husband at that time at a dance at the round hill country club. I love that. Cause my grandparents met as dancing partners. So cool. <laughs> um, uh, so they met at Round Hill Country Club in, in Connecticut. He was a student at Phillips Academy in Massachusetts. After 18 months, the two became engaged to be married just before he went off to World War II as a Navy torpedo bomber pilot. He named three of his planes after her Barbara, Barbara II, and Barbara III, the third. <laughs> when he returned on leave, she had discontinued her studies at Smith College in Northampton two weeks later on January 6, 1945, they were married at First Presbyterian Church in Rite. Wow. And the reception was held at the Oppowaymas Op- Op- Club? Oh, wow. Uh, over the next... Oh, give me a minute here. Uh, it says, for the first eight months of their marriage, they moved around the eastern U.S. to places including Michigan, Maryland, Virginia, where George Bush's Navy Squadron training required his presence. Over the next 13 years, they had six children between them gave the couple a total of fourteen grandchildren and seven great grandchildren. Oh what what many blessings they had. That's amazing. A huge family. That is so cool. They don't mention her the children that passed away. That's interesting. Oh here it is. Yes they do. I'm sorry. Uh Pauline Robinson, quote unquote Robin Bush, died at age three from leukemia. Oh sad. Some reason I thought the other day they said she'd lost two children, but I know that one's the young one. Did they lose? I guess she's lost one child because I'm just reading here. Says so she has uh, George Bush and they have twin daughters, of course, and the two granddaughters, uh, uh, First Lady Laura Bush and George Bush Jr. and uh, George Walker Bush. Excuse me, um, Jeb Bush. They have three children, four grandchildren. Neil Bush married, divorced, has three children, one grandson remarried. Marvin Bush, two children. Dorothy, also known as Doro Bush, Coke married, then divorced, has two children, remarried, has two children again. So four children all together, yeah. It uh, it just I guess not. I guess just one child. She lost. Okay, M- must have misheard the other day. I was just trying to double check the facts on that. Uh, but again, if you want to call in and share your thoughts on any trending topics, including news, entertainment, or sports stories, and or share your thoughts on these beautiful uh, people and their legacies, including Barbara Bush, Avicii, and, and or Troy, Vern Troyer. Excuse me. um, Again, the phone number here is three two three six four two one five five six. It's really interesting. The I, I I even when I was younger, I can remember reading books like Ellen, about Eleanor Roosevelt. I don't know why I was always intrigued. Maybe because I am a woman, I was always intrigued to learn about first ladies and their lives and you know their platforms, their causes. Really, really interesting. Kind of skip a little bit on this Wikipedia here. Give me just a moment here. All right, so let's skip to the part of her being First Lady of the US. Okay, so of course, family literacy was her cause as First Lady, and she called it the most important issue we have. Uh, She became involved with many, many literacy organizations, served on literacy committees, and chaired many reading organizations. Eventually, she helped develop, of course, that Barbara Bush Foundation for Family Literacy. She continued to be dedicated to eliminating the generation cycle of literacy in America by supporting programs where parents and their young children are able to learn together. It's pretty cool. Uh, During the early 1980s, after statistics had shown that foreign-born immigrants from Latin America had nearly quintupled, wow, since 1960, the stats showed that 35 million adults could not read above the 8th grade level. And that 23 million were not able to read beyond a fourth grade level. I'm going to make a comment here. This is something I learned in college that shocked me. That's actually what we were told. Like, you know, I I majored in journalism, right? And where articles like for the newspaper and stuff. And we were actually taught no, no joke. When we'd write like articles, which is kind of confusing because like for the college newspaper alone would make a little more sense. Okay. You know, write A different level reading, but for like general public, that, uh, yeah, we were actually taught, my professors actually taught me, advised me to write no more than an eighth grade level of writing. And that's exactly the reason they gave us. They're like, believe it or not, our nation is at an eighth grade reading level. I'm like, what? And this is way past 1980. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. So that's really insightful. there. very interesting to me. uh, so, uh First Lady Bush appeared on the Oprah Winfrey Show to discuss the situation and spoke regularly on Mrs. Bush's Story Time, a national radio program that stressed the importance of reading aloud to children. Oh, that's pretty cool. She was known for her affection for her pet English Springer of Spaniel Millie, her dog, wrote a children's book about her dog. Uh, new litter of puppies. Oh, how cute Millie's... Oh. Yeah, she's definitely a dog lover. That was really cool. I think she had two different dogs. You know, Have two different books or just one book. She was struck every day by, quote unquote, how much things had changed for her and her husband since they became president first lady. Place of a limousine. She tried to use a smaller car, and traveled by train and commercial aircraft for out of town trips. Oh wow, interesting. The heads of Bush's Secret Service detail were partially opposed to her wishes. The agents agreed to the small car, but not, did not approve of the commercial air and train travel. At that time, the number of threats to the First Lady was higher than that of the Vice President. Wow, Bush still wanted to use public transportation despite the opposition of the Secret Service. She was put off by the fact that her flights would be delayed while agents checked out the planes and luggage. <laughs> Oh, wow. The plane on which Bush traveled was nicknamed Bright Star in honor of the Leukemia Foundation. Her husband and he founded after her daughter, Robin, died. Oh, wow. She gave the Wesley College commencement address in 1990. Her speech was listed as number 45 in America's Rhetoric Top 100 Speeches of the 20th Century. Nice. That was really interesting that she... That's pretty humbled. I like that about her. She didn't even want to take a limo. When she was first lady. That's really neat. Hmm. That's funny. The Secret Service were able to persuade her to take the private plane. So you know, the argument that she would would be delayed on the public flights, commercial flights, <laughs> with the checking luggage and stuff. That's so funny. Interesting. Wow. While while she lived in the White House, she disclosed she was suffering from Graves' disease and overactive thyroid ailment. The condition coincidentally affected her husband. Wow. It's right for two biologically unrelated people in the same household to develop Graves' disease within two years of each other. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's the, um the uh, was her name Wendy Williams? You know, the Wendy Williams talk show? That's, she fainted a couple times on that. She has that. Wow. Graves' disease. Overactive thyroid disease. Wow. Goodness. It's really interesting. Uh, but again, let me remind you. I'm going to play a song here in just a moment. But let me just remind you all again, if you want to call in, the phone number is... Area code three two three six four two one five five six again three two three six four two one five five six and press one to talk live on air or message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk W C and uh give me just moment here, sorry. And uh I'll read your tweets live on air. Just please keep it family friendly and clean. That's all I ask, thank you. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about news stories, sports, entertainment, you know. Basically trending topics, and also giving an opportunity if you want to participate. Oh, I'm trying. I need to get some Ambisol, in my teeth. I'm oh not I'm hurting. Oh, sorry. Oh, I've got very sensitive teeth, and I, oh, sometimes I get tongue tied because of it. Oh gosh. Okay. I'll play a song and get some ambassol because it's hurting bad. My gums are swollen. Not that you really want to know that. But anyway. Okay. Um. Yeah. So if you want to participate, open mic night. Have at it. <laughs> Call in, read a poem, do spoken words, sing a song, play an instrument, um, rap, what have you. Yeah, poetry, comedy, tell a joke, uh, poetry, comedy, music, and or talk about uh, trending topics, including news, sports, and entertainment stories. I'm going to go get my ambasol. I will be right back. And in the meantime, I hope you enjoy this next song. Let me find it here for you. Give me just a moment. It's called... I'm indecisive, actually. I don't know what it's called because I'm still deciding what song. <laughs> um, oh, this is a beautiful song ballad. It's called Wherever You Are by Being, Enjoy.
0: Don't you take me back to the way things were before I had you and you had me And we couldn't ask for more Valentines and memories Are the souvenirs of what used to be Of how it used to be go.
1: Once again, that was Wherever You Are by Bean. Check out her music once again at beanmusic.com. Earlier, I played uh, Michael Franti's music. You can find his music and tour dates. He's currently on tour at michaelfranti.com. And last but not least, you also can find uh, music I played earlier by Misty Mayhem at mistymayhem.com. And I think you can find each of them, Misty Mayhem, Michael Fronty at Spearhead, as well as Bean, Artist Bean, full name Noel Bean, all on Facebook as well on their uh, fan pages. In the meantime, I'll play another song because we've got 22 minutes to go and I haven't heard from my Screaming Eagle Soldier friends. And I know sometimes they're not, you know, they have only limited Internet time. They're not always able to stop by the chat room during live shows and sometimes go back and listen to these shows later. So if y'all... are listening or go back in these archives and hear the show later, uh, definitely want to make sure to play the uh, song or two for y'all and just say, I love y'all praying for y'all here for y'all always. If you need anything and um, special prayers for, for me and that Sergeant Burpee as well. But for all of you Scream Eagle soldiers and, um, and Sergeant first class, Jack thinking and praying for him. In the meantime here is, the song, my song, a dedication for y'all called Time to Go Home by Michael Frontier Spearhead. Right.
0: Those who start wars never fight them. Our girls, it's time to go home. To take our boys away, no. To take our girls away, no. To take our boys...
1: Once again, that was Time to Go Home by Michael Franti and Spearhead. And again, my song of dedication to all military and veterans and their loved ones. And a special dedication to my soldier friends, the Screaming Eagles soldiers serving overseas. And a special, special extra shout out to to Emmy and Master Sergeant Burby. All right. In the meantime, uh, we still have about a little under 20 minutes to go if you want to call in. So, still plenty of time to call in, say hi, share your thoughts on training topics, or participate in Open Mic Night. Uh, Switchboard number again is 323 642 1556. I'm going to play one more song, short and sweet ballad called Your Mind by Brandon Hilton, and talk more about training topics when I come back. Be right back. Mm
0: My whole world in front of me is no big surprise Told me to go baby go. you know I come for you If you really love someone, you gotta let them go Sometimes it's meant to be, I'll come back for you if you wait for me I know things are gonna change, but you one this heart, it'll stay the same You being gone, sometimes it gets too much to bear but then I think of you, and baby, I'm right there with you. You broke down all my walls, you're inside my heart. Come back to me, baby I will sing it for you My love grows stronger Each and every day I won't give up on us I promise you I'd wait We drew a heart in the sand Your hand in my hand again The clouds filled up the sky Rain fell as tears in my eye And underneath the stars Looking in your eyes
1: my world in front of me, it's no surprise, you're mine. Oh, goodness me. I mentioned this briefly earlier in the show that um, I knew there was some kind of playoffs going on in Canada. And uh, my boss, one of my bosses is over in Canada. Oh, man. Oh, man. I think. Mm, he might not be in a good mood tomorrow. <laughs> Crum. I think his team lost. Oh man, I was trying to find an update. Oh man, I know he mentioned Stampedes, Stampedians. I don't think they won because it's saying Winnipeg Jets go to next round. Oh man, this is on uh, CBC.ca, so CBC, Canadian website. Oh man, Crum <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, I was kind of hoping his team would win. You know how when you, you know, and here we are just talking about this the other day too, cause effect, like when your coworkers or and or your boss are like either in a really good me, mood, because like your home team, like for me, for here, for example, I work from home, but let's say, you know, other people like y'all that work, uh, that if you work in an office or what have you, or just when you're out and about, what have you, like, like, I don't know, like say I go to, the coffee shop down the street or something where all the locals hang out. I don't know. You, you feel that vibe, right? Especially at workplaces, though. Like when your team, like for me it'd be Dallas Cowboys, right? My home team NFL is like the big deal here. So, like during football season, let's say, you know, we're, we finally go to the playoffs, which happens a lot, by the way, the Cowboys last few years, like if they, they even go to playoffs, that they don't make it Super Bowl. And then everyone's like in a really bad mood, even regular season. Monday, Sunday games, whatever. You know, you know what I'm talking about. It's like if your team wins, everyone's in this great mood, but when your team loses, everyone's in a bad mood. Uh, <laughs> I was like, stay away. Oh no, yikes. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like they had um hockey playoffs. Oh man, I was really hoping his team would win so he'd be in a Good mood. I mean, he's always very nice. Don't get me wrong, but, oh, man, I was really hoping his team would win. Uh Uh-oh. crumb, Bummer. Doesn't look good. Wow. There's some articles saying they actually had five teams from Canada in the playoffs for hockey. That's amazing. Amazing. That's pretty cool. Wow. Hmm. Well, um. (laughs) just trying to find an update. But yeah, it looks like that's uh, from a day ago. I guess that's the most recent update. I think saying that the Winnipeg Jets go into the next round. Trying to see who they're going to be playing in the next round though. Hmm. Predators Barry avalanche to secure dates with Jets in round two. There we go. So Predators, I'm not sure where they're from. I'm trying to find their city. Let's see here. Winnipeg Jets are playing Nashville Predators, I think. Wow. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. Interesting. You know, I've only been to one uh, ice hockey game ever. It's here local, like, five 10 minute drive for me and I did enjoy it don't get me wrong I worked for this cleaning company at the time I did some appointment setting and PR public relations work for them and they they cleaned. they had a, a really huge contract and they claimed the the local like minor league ice hockey facility and um and so I got to it was really fun I got to meet the owner and interview him and all that and uh, you know gave me free tickets to the game and it was it was fun I don't think I would go all the time though, because it was almost too violent for me. I thought football could be kind of violent when they get injured, but I hope part of it's for show. Cause man, if it's not, they really do get violent when they get in those fights and stuff on the on the rink. You know, when they're playing ice hockey, man, oh. <laughs> but it was it was very interactive. That's for sure. It was very fun, fan interactive, and it, it was. It was definitely an experience I will never forget, let's say that, for a sports event. <laughs> all right. Really interesting. Um, okay, so I'm going to start winding down because we only got like 10 minutes to go. So I'm going to play a song or two as we wind down. I'll Keep watching the switchboard and talk show chat room in case y'all pop up at the last minute. Uh, in the meantime, uh, let me just remind you all again, I hope you'll tune in to Coffee Talk with Shell Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time, where there's always Friday in life. Don't forget to uh, message me on Twitter at Coffee talk WC say hello or send me your uh, message me your topic suggestions and or guest interview requests and i really really do appreciate each and every one of you thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this live internet talk show or archive podcast on iTunes or, or archived on blogtalkradio.com however you're listening to it i appreciate it i really do cuz i mean i know i get floored sometimes when i realize how many options there are for podcast itself i mean it's just amazing um you know i get in what they call like the rabbit hole my favorite term lately because i get like that on youtube i'll look up a topic like the tennessee waffle house story for example you know the shooting and the hero guy and all and uh and um and i'm like oh my goodness it's like two hours later i was just gonna watch one or two videos and then it led me to this other video and this other topic and it's just amazing and podcaster like too. It's really fun to um yeah, I know. I have I kind of confessed this like a, a episode or two ago. It's kind of funny, interesting that I've hosted this talk show for like almost a decade since 2009. But I've hardly listened to other podcasts and I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that, but I'm being honest. And so uh, I have enjoyed thoroughly checking out new podcasts and new episodes and, you know, getting a vibe of others. And I hope you'll keep listening to mine, of course, <laughs> and I appreciate all the Lola listeners as well as the new listeners Um but, yeah, it was really fun because I have, you know, a couple I stick with, like Ross Matthews, Straight Talk with Matt, and, excuse me, Straight Talk with Ross. <laughs> and uh, check that one out. Just go to helloross.com, and I'll lead you to his podcast. And, uh, you know, I've got to listen to his because he's, he's who inspired me even to even begin my own podcast, you know, in the beginning after my parents died. And then um, School of Last I discovered this. Uh, about two years or so ago, go to schooloffs.com, and it also leads you to the link to the podcast by Rick Roberts. Another like my two mates day, and then I have a third one because Ozar, oh, Mar Miller has the Ozone, which is a sports podcast, which is really good. So I learn a lot from him and his podcast about sports. Would not know much if I had didn't listen to that. Besides going to my friends Jabari and Brad about sports, um a lot of stuff. So that's pretty cool. Um, so those are like my three Mainstay podcasts, but I've had so much fun. like just type in a topic that interests you, what, you know, I'll just use my stuff, for example, like I don't know, crochet, stamp, comedy, whatever you know, interest stuff, um, or something new like I have no idea about or I kind of know but don't know a lot. like football kind of wanna learn more about or what have you. But yeah, it's really fun. like if you just go to, like iTunes podcast section. Or what have you, that's how I do it. And then put in a topic that, that you're curious about and then check out the interviews. Or, like, my favorite artist, Michelle Chamuel, she came up in a few interviews. Michael Ponty comes up sometimes, things like that. It's really, really fun um, to see. But all right, and I hope you'll check out some of my past episodes as well, especially in the. Um, Earlier years, I did tons of interviews, and I hope to start doing that again soon. But again, just want to say thank you so much. I think I have time now for at least one song because I've been talking so much. Uh, Let me find a song for y'all. But Happy Earth Day. Thank you again for tuning in to Coffee Talk with Shell. Hope you'll keep tuning in to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always Friday in Life, on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time. Don't forget to, again, message me your topic suggestions and or guest interview requests or to say hi during the week at... Coffee Talk WC on Twitter and I'm going to play the song, another song for uh, Screaming Eagle Soldiers called Angry American, also known as Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue by Toby Keith and all military and veterans and their loved ones. Again, thank you all for all you do. And this is one of the Screaming Eagle Soldiers' favorite songs, so this is for them especially. Thanks.
3: Mary. When we see your glory flying There's a lot of men dead So we can sleep in peace at night When we lay down our heads My daddy's serving Dog will fight when you rattle his cage And you'll be sorry that you mess with the U.S. Of a A's Cause we'll put a boot in.